Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High-quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50% to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. The Final Edition Radio Hour is a work of satire intended for people who own books, gentrify neighborhoods, and say they like kale. Please consume responsibly the satire, that is. It's the Channel 7 10 o'clock news. News for people who've given up. Good evening. Our top story tonight. The president revealed highly classified information to Russian visitors at the White House, information that had been entrusted to the United States by Israel. Sources indicate that nothing will happen as a result. No one will get fired. Nothing will change. Republican leaders literally don't care about national security anymore. And now, Jane with the weather. Jane? Thanks, Tom. The Arctic just had its second hottest April on record. The sea ice is shrinking, and no one will do a damn thing about it. So, if I understand correctly, a piece of the planet is literally falling apart. Correct. And if this is the second hottest April in history for the Arctic, when was the hottest April in history? Last year. So, if people want the U.S. government to take action on global climate change, what should they do? If people want Congress and the President to take action on global climate change, what they should do is grow the fuck up. Thanks, Jane. In other news, a musician you like has died. He was 52 and should have lived a lot longer, but didn't. Andrew has that story. That's right. Ronnie Ronson of Ronnie and the Ron Boys died Thursday after fighting the kind of rare, slow cancer that Mitch McConnell will never get. Thanks, Andrew. Over to John for sports. The Yankees are currently leading the American League East because the team spent more money than God on their players, and everyone goes around acting like that's okay. And how's your team doing, John? Well... I'm a Pirates fan, so fuck me, right? Fuck you indeed. Well, that's it for Channel 7's 10 o'clock news. News for people who have given up. The Final Edition presents Feed the Beast. Here. My poor baby. I know how to make it all better. That's a good boy. Ow! I told you no biting. Sorry, mommy. I mean Melania. Feed the beast. I'm Ivanka Trump. And I'm Tiffany. And we're the Trump sisters. I thought we were stepsisters. We're half-sisters. We don't have the same mother, but that's not the point. Oh yeah, my mom is melanoma. Melania? Um, no, it's uh, your mom's Marla Maples. Oh yeah, I get all of Donald's wives confused. There's just so many. Not the appropriate time to bring that up. Today we wanted to discuss our father. He's gotten some bad publicity. But he's just your typical dad doing his best. Am I right, Tiffany? Well, you're 12 years older, so you know him much better than me. Well, I guess that's true. You're like ancient. I wouldn't say ancient. I'm 35, Tiff. And I've accomplished a lot. I mean, Daddy appointed me a position in the West Wing. I literally just came from a meeting in the cabinet room. Yeah, and I literally just came from my room, which is a cabinet. The one next to the kitchen, so... 
cool. Daddy has always been good to us. Like, when I was a kid, he took me to a baseball game every chance he could. Yeah, and when I was a kid, he wasn't around. Haha, you're funny. Why don't you say something positive, though? Well, some people might say he may be impeached, so that's a positive. Tiffany? What? As the president's daughter, you can't say things like that. But he's doing shady things with Russia. He's doing his duty, and you know that. He always does the right thing. Oh, yeah, like that one time he got my mom pregnant and then didn't have anything to do with the baby. You know what, Tiffany? I get why Daddy likes you least. Oh, well, I'd rather him not like me than want to sleep with me. Well, I'd rather him want to sleep with me than not get an allowance. <gasps> I'm so sorry. I took it one too far. I feel awful. I should have never brought money into this. You know I love you. Sisters forever? Half-sisters. Fair enough. Later, babe. Where do you think you're going? It's late. The, the guys and I have that protest to save the Robert E. Lee statue. Why do you care about a Confederate statue? You're from Ohio. It's a white male bonding thing. Quit hassling me. What's that behind your back? Is that a tiki torch? Yeah, all the guys are bringing tiki torches. What the hell for? To look intimidating, babe. We must bear tiki torches. Well, you're not bearing that tiki torch. It's for tomorrow's luau. But I need to illuminate my face while I scream racist stuff. Then bring a candle from the bathroom. A candle? I'll look like a libtard and I'll take back the night rally. You'll look just fine. What kind of white supremacist shows up at a Confederate rally holding a Yankee candle? The kind whose wife is throwing a luau for her Mary Kay colleagues and needs a tiki torch to create an island-like environment! Fine! Maybe someone at the rally will have an extra tiki for me. Wait, what's in your other hand? Are those our new bedsheets? All the guys are bringing them. Oh, hell no. Bring the picnic blanket if you have to. What kind of neo-Nazi shows up to a wannabe Ku Klux Klan gathering wearing a picnic blanket? The kind whose wife doesn't want her brand new white bedsheets ruined! Fine! And get home at a reasonable hour. You have a soccer game to coach at 8.30 tomorrow. I hate everything! That's why I married you. The final edition has obtained tapes of President Donald Trump in various situations. Here he is on his recent trip to Saudi Arabia. Oh yeah, you can just go ahead and stick that anywhere, Chief Wabba Wabba. Didn't you people used to live where all the casinos are? Yeah, if the money's right, you can put it in me anywhere, even in my fat folds. Go ahead and come. I don't care. I'll get spicy to get it on my next sponge bath. Maybe Pansy can use it in his hair again. Oh, and you want me on the ground? Is that for praying or for fucking? I can't tell the difference. The almighty dollar is just as hot as the almighty God. A legendary film classic is rebooted for our current political climate. When Richard Branson's Virgin Galactic Space Shuttle mistakenly travels thousands of years into the future, one passenger, played by Charlie Sheen, discovers he's on Planet of the Libs. What's going on here? This can't be a whole society that gives out entitlements. This is the one I was telling you about. Look, he can talk. I don't believe it. You know conservatives can't talk. Who are you people? C-Zero? Oh, he's just mimicking. Right-wingers can do that, you know? They can't think. Hey, I'm not a right-winger. How can he answer you if he's just mimicking? I'm not a conservative. I'm a drug-addicted celebrity. They're the worst kind. Are you two sisters? I should say not. We're married? Of course. Why didn't I realize? Wow. 
gay marriage turned out to last after all. What's this gay marriage the alien is talking about? I'm just differentiating it from heterosexual marriage. Shh! Don't let anyone hear you say that. It's illegal, you know. Here comes Dr. Cruzus. Well, is this the little far-right extremist you were telling me about? I'm telling you he can talk. Now, Cornelia, you know that right-wingers are wild animals. They can't process anything through their primitive brains. Most respected scientists believe they have fecal matter for brains. I'm telling you, this conservative is different. What is going on here? What kind of twisted, healthy society is this? Why, my atavistic moron. This is a society where anyone can get an abortion and where all of us listen to NPR. Do you all watch the newsroom on HBO? No, that would be extra. This can't be a whole planet of liberals. Who interferes with democracy? Who denies global warming? Who replaces Julie Andrews with Carrie Underwood in The Sound of Music? Now you've gone too far, righty. I'm afraid he's going to lib-atomize you. You mean... Yes, he's shutting down your access to Rush Limbaugh. Not Rush! I mean, I'm not a conservative, but I need to be entertained. Too late. Now come here. Get your stinking paws off me, you damn dirty lib! The Final Edition Radio Hour will be right back. Welcome back to the Final Edition Radio Hour. Man on the street! Five Guys has beaten In-N-Out Burger as America's favorite hamburger joint, according to a recent Harris poll. The Final Edition asks the man on the street, what do you think? Beaten by Five Guys? It sounds like my high school years. You're telling me people prefer Five Guys to the good old... In and out. I know I do. Personally, as a woman, I prefer a fur burger. What about checkers? Checkers is so good. Yeah, but chess is really the thinking man's burger. You know what makes a good burger? My <laughs> dead grandfather. I still prefer Wendy's burgers to your dead grandfather's burgers. Your, your yeah. dead grandfather is still a regional player. Mm-hmm. He hasn't he's gone not, national. He's not national. Two all-beef patties, special sauce, lettuce cheese, pickles, onions on a sesame seed bun. Is that what you want written on your gravestone? The final edition has obtained exclusive tape of Donald Trump in various situations. Here he is on his recent trip to Israel. Wow, you sure got a lot of Jews here. Is everyone here lawyers? Or do some of you sell blood diamonds on 47th Street? Fucking Abes. On the evening of May 13th, 2017, well-known neo-Nazi and white nationalist Richard Spencer led a group of other white nationalists in protest to the removal of a statute of Confederate General Robert E. Lee. The men... All of them, white, carried lit torches provided from Home Depot in protest of the removal of the Confederate symbol of treason. The final edition was able to obtain rare audio of a conversation between two men attending that rally. Okay, dude, what are your top misheard rock and roll lyrics of all time? Oh, that's easy. In Purple Haze, when Jimi Hendrix sings, Excuse me while I kiss the sky. Ha! I know this one. I always thought he sang, Excuse me while I kiss this guy. Like, kiss this guy. <laughs> Classic. Me too. What else? Okay, Creedence Clearwater Revival, when they're singing, There's a Bad Moon on the Rise. Oh, I know where this is going. I always thought they were saying, Excuse me while I kiss this guy. Yeah, I always... Wait, what? You know, like... Kiss this guy. Kiss him. Right on the mouth. Give him a little tongue. Okay, here's another. Bob Marley, when he sings, Stir it up. 
Yeah. Doesn't doesn't it sound exactly like I really want to make out with this dude? Uh, not really. Listen, are you like done? Not even close. Okay, Elton John, hold me closer, tiny dancer. Yeah, yeah. It it, it sounds like Tony Danza, right? Exactly. I want to gargle Tony Danza's balls. Count the headlights on the highway. Oh, oh, here's another. Van Halen's Eruption. Dude, that's an instrumental. But doesn't it sound like he's saying, hang on a sec while I suck this guy's cock? Bro, listen. I'm noticing an inordinate number of references to, like, kissing guys and sucking cocks, like, a lot of them. Whoa, you think you might be gay? Suck some cock. <laughs> My dress is ruined. I have nothing to wear to the ball. Cinderella. Fairy godmother? Fairy Jewish godmother. The regular godmother filled in for me last two bishvat, so I'm taking St. Albans Day for her. Oh, I see. But... You're here to make all my wishes come true. Yeah, but you know, you gotta meet me halfway, sweetheart. My stepsisters destroyed my dress for the ball. It looks like they did you a favor. Yeesh. Here, a new dress and a pair of practical shoes. Oh, fairy godmother, it's beautiful. But these glass shoes are a bit unusual. They're orthopedic. You may be a beauty now, but take care of your knees and they'll take care of you. Oh, but glass, though? Hey, there are children in Guatemala who wish they could walk on glass. Oh, fairy godmother, I feel like I'm letting you down. Oh, honey, you can never let me down. I have such low expectations. How will I get there? Have you arranged a limo for me? A limo? You're not a princess yet, young lady. <laughs> Look around. You've got potatoes and mice. bibbity bobbity Jew. here you go. Lock a stagecoach and drivers. You're welcome. I'm going to the ball in a giant latka? I was a mouse a second ago. Yeah! There are children in Africa who pray for a latka car. I'm sorry. I I just really want to impress the prince. Prince? What do you want with a Goyashe prince? My neighbor has a son studying dermatology. Not much to look at, but he'd worship a blondie like you. Oh, no. that That's all right. What do you think you're doing in here, Cinderella? You better not be thinking about going to the ball. Who is this? Drisella, my wicked stepsister. I like her. She's brassy. Why, thank you. See, now that's how you show appreciation. But she's my wicked stepsister. Oh, wicked is just a word they call women who don't apologize. Maybe you should meet this prince. Come on, Drisella. How do you feel about mice driving? I'm for it. But I'm... I'm tough in my own way. I work really hard. I I spent all day scrubbing the floors. Honey, there are children in Afghanistan who dream of scrubbing floors. The final edition has obtained exclusive audio tape of Donald Trump in various situations. Here he is on his recent trip to Italy. Oh, shit. This place is like the Subway sandwich commercial. Ay, you suck at my balls. I'm kidding. I'm the best kidder. Gay Pope says what? Ha! Loser. Hey, Priebus. You make sure all the Italian chicks you got me here shaved? I heard they like them bushy here. Not for me. Gets all tangled up in my fat rolls. Speaking of which, spicy. Grab your sponge and get in here. I, Zeus, king of the gods, have gathered you, the most epic and powerful of the gods, to this feast, to tell tales of your epic deeds. I, Poseidon, king of the sea, punish Troy with a sea monster when they refuse to pay tribute. I'm Dionysus, god of wine and madness. I destroy Thebes when their king slandered me. I am Heracles, son of Zeus. I completed twelve mighty labors. I am Oiko, the Greek god of yogurt. I invented yogurt. Yogurt? You are not powerful enough to attend this gathering. Powerful? Were it not for I, Oikos, the god of yogurt, the people of Hellas would be irregular from lack of probiotics. Quarrel not, Heracles. 
Is Oikos really so different from Dionysus, the god of wine and madness, who destroyed Thebes? Destroying a city is infinitely more epic than mere probiotics. Likewise, I, Oikos, the god of yogurt, go well with granola. Indeed he does. Uh, furthermore, I defeated the evil Gogurt. Gogurt? A fearsome beast made of yogurt in a tube. I slurped him until he was flat. His epic quest was drinking yogurt. No, for Gogurt is not a drinkable yogurt. It's a regular yogurt that slurped from a tube. So you see, Heracles, Oikos is as mighty as you. All hail Oikos, the god of yogurt. Oh, he is wonderful. He is great. He most certainly is not. But I am. What do you rule over? I, Oikos, the god of yogurt, have dominion over all yogurts. Yogurts such as fruit at the top, fruit at the bottom, Activia. Stop naming yogurts. Look that yogurts. Kefir. Blended yogurts. Frozen yogurts. Zeus, I must protest. Oikos is clearly not powerful enough to sup with us, the Olympian gods. How dare you insult me, young Heracles? I, known to the Athenians as Chobani, and the Spartans as Faye. I, beloved of all the dieting women of Hellas. Let us battle. Watch as I use my power. You son of Hades, you threw a yogurt at me. That was my best tunic. I shall smite thee for that! Right after I have one of these meatballs. Mmm! Ooh, ye gods, it burns! I need water! Oh, oh, this water does nothing! Am I being punished for my hubris? My stomach is sore, and my throat is on fire! Who amongst the gods can save me? Despite our quarrel, I cannot stand to see the son of Zeus suffer. Here, try this yogurt. Hmm? Mm. Mm. Delicious. And behold, it is a miracle. I am cured. All hail Oikos, the god of yogurt. Yogurt for everybody. The Final Edition Radio Hour will be right back. Hi, welcome back to the Final Edition Radio Hour. As the orange thing slimes ever closer to his own version of Watergate, we thought it might be fun to revisit National Lampoon's 1974 album, The Missing White House Tapes, which I co-produced. On side one, we simply edited Nixon's speeches and statements to make him admit all the things he'd lied about, for so many months, just as the orange thing has been lying for months about his own campaign crimes. This, however, was quite a feat in those days, as it had to be done with a razor on a specially designed lump of metal. On side two, we covered the impeachment day celebrations hosted by Chevy Chase and featuring a walk-on by John Belushi as Gerald Ford. Quite a switch, considering that Chevy went on to Gerald Ford and made his name on SNL that way. Well, anyway... P.S. The album got a Grammy nomination for the best album of the year, and as a result, Nixon was forced to resign. When I was inaugurated for a second term this past January 20th, I made, gave each member of my cabinet and each member of my senior White House staff a special four-year calendar with each day marked to show the number of days remaining to the administration. In the inscription on each calendar, I wrote these words. The end justifies the means. Two wrongs make a right. I should come first, and this nation second. Turning to April 15th, the conversation referred to there was at the end of the process in which Mr. Dean came in to tell me what he had told the U.S. attorneys that day. Mr. Dean, three weeks ago, I spoke to you about the our policy for meeting it. I didn't know much about it. When I spoke to you, I indicated that had turned the into a major crisis. Hunt has been promised executive clemency. I asked 
to help deal with this son of a There are money demands being made by the seven convicted defendants. We'll make a very substantial contribution to our but there is much more to be done. First, the fifth step involves but we will have to plan for it more carefully. Obviously, this area would have to be researched. Nothing we do can succeed, however, without the full cooperation of... Mr. Haldeman, Mr. Ehrlichman, all of you must endure real hardship. For my part, I pledge to do everything in my power to... all the American people. I intend to... the American people on a regular basis... Let me conclude by restating our overall objective. It can be summed up in one word. That word is... I have a quality which uh, is... Uh, I guess I must have inherited it from my Midwestern mother and father, which is that... Uh, I'm frantic, hysterical, brutal, shell-shocked, unable to act. Uh, I'm a tyrant. Uh, dictator and I should be impeached I want these to be the best days in America's history because I love America I deeply believe that America is the hope of the world and I know that in the quality and wisdom of the leadership America gives lies the only hope for millions of people all over the world that they can live their lives in peace and freedom. We must be worthy of that hope in every sense of the word. Tonight, I ask for your prayers to help me in everything that I do throughout the days of my presidency to be worthy of their hopes and of yours. God bless America. And God bless each and everyone. Mr. President, well, that the testimony that you shall give to the Senate Select Committee on Presidential Campaign Activities shall be the truth, the whole truth, and nothing but the truth, so help you God. No, not about Watergate. That might be embarrassing. I would certainly not be standing here answering these questions unless Congress put a gun to our head. That's our American system. It's a lousy system. I frankly wish we hadn't had a system at all, then I wouldn't have to answer this question. Let me ask you something that I think is very important. Would you mind asking me about the milk? <laughs> I don't you will? Right. I'll, I'll answer this and then I'll go to the milk in the back. Right. President Nixon, who is the author of the White House horrors? I wrote one and I will stand by it. I signed it. Is that your ex mark? Certainly. I signed everything I can this way. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'll ask you as a lawyer... If you do not think that uh, surreptitious entry or burglary and the electronic uh, surveillance and penetration constituted a violation of the Fourth Amendment. Yes. Uh, as a matter of fact, I specifically ordered the entrance into Dr. Ellsberg's psychiatrist's office. I personally thought it was a stupid thing to do. Did you advise the participants that they were essentially participating in a conspiracy to commit a crime? There are some things about this I haven't told them, but we saved half the cost. President Nixon, isn't it the fact that, is, isn't it the fact that you didn't want the American people to find out about it? Yes. There was something on those tapes that it wouldn't be wise to get out. And I directed the White House counsel, Mr. Bazard, to keep the recording from the public. To make sure that there are difficulties in hearing them. 
I mean to suggest by that that the judge, by listening to them, will not be able to get the facts. What about the uh, uh, raising of funds to pay off the defendants? Mr. Hunt's attorney asked for $120,000 in money to be paid to him, or he would tell things about Watergate. Now, why did I pay this amount? It wasn't because of the deductions for, shall we say, a cattle ranch or, or interest, or you know, all these gimmicks that you got where you, you, you can deduct from, which most of you know about, I'm sure. But the reason was this. We're guilty of something. I obstructed justice. But then the question was raised. How could you possibly have had the money? Where did you get it? Well, I'm a crook. I profited from public service. I made a lot of money. And I'm not claiming I was worth it. I have a million dollars in campaign funds. And so that's where the money came from. I'm going to uh, repeat a question that was asked of you by a senator in a way. And I'd like to have an answer to it. Senator Inouye asked you to what length are you now willing to go to deceive in an effort to avoid further implication? First, just to put it all out, I'll give you $47,000 and a 1958 Oldsmobile that needs an overhaul. Let me ask you about one more piece of testimony. The meeting on March the 22nd which you had with Mr. Haldeman, Ehrlichman, and Dean. That weekend, I was in a john with Mr. Peterson. <laughs> no, seriously, I, uh, I hold that it probably doesn't make any difference whether they're tried or not, because that's our American system. I know that uh, this, this group has asked very good questions and very appropriate ones. I was hoping you'd ask me about the milk. Well, since you haven't raised some of these subjects, I'll raise them myself. Good evening. Now that most of the major witnesses in the Watergate phase of the Senate committee hearings on campaign practices have been heard, the time has come for me to speak out about the charges made for the American people. I shall not attempt to deal tonight with the facts. My effort throughout has been to hide the facts. On May 22nd, before the major witnesses had testified, I issued a detailed statement addressing the charges that had been made against the president. My statement has been contradicted by every witness in a position to know the facts. And I state tonight, I had prior knowledge of the Watergate break-in. I took part in subsequent cover-up activities. I engaged in illegal campaign tactics. On September 12th, at a meeting that I held with the cabinet, the senior White House staff, and a number of legislative leaders, Attorney General Kleindies reported on the investigation. He told us it had been the most extensive cover since the assassination of President Kennedy. I relied on the best law enforcement agencies in the country to cover up the truth. I believed they had done so, just as they believed they had done so. Turning now to the basic issues which have been raised by Watergate, I stand for excessive partisanship, for enemy lists, for efforts to use the great institutions of government for partisan political purposes. The institutions of government must be used against the people. Those who insisted on the old restraints must be punished brutally suppressed, shouted down, or even physically assaulted. If there are laws we disagree with, let us work to change them. But let us not obey them until they are changed. Many have urged that in order to help prove the truth of what I have said, I should turn over to the special prosecutor and the Senate committee recordings of conversation that I held in my office or on my telephone. However, the tapes implicate the president personally in the illegal activities that took place. If I were to make public these tapes, no one would want to speak to me. Thank you, and good evening.
Programs regularly scheduled for this time have been canceled in order to bring you taped highlights of today's impeachment day ceremonies. Here, live on tape from Washington, D.C., are our commentators, Wallace Gladstone and Barbara Merkin. It's a perfect day for impeachment activities here in our nation's capital, where together with dozens and dozens of our fellow Americans, Barbara and I are on hand for this history-making event. What do you say, Barbara? Well, it certainly is, Wallace. The skies are gray and overcast, the trees are bare, and the birds are wheezing. Thank you. That'll be all, Barbara. And, of course, there is a slight drizzle falling here on Pennsylvania Avenue, but as someone remarked earlier, a few more drips won't even be noticed in this town. <laughs> Isn't that right, Barbara? Yes, Wallace, it certainly is. Okay, thank you again, Barbara. And, of course, I see the impeachable... Mission Impeachable. Good morning, Mr. Hunt. Several high-ranking members of the Democratic Party are attempting to seize control of the government of the United States by legitimate means. They plan to use a free press, open discussion of the issues, and the universal franchise in an all-out effort to win the presidency. Should they succeed, all our efforts to repeal the Bill of Rights, pack the Supreme Court with right-wing morons, intimidate the media, suppress dissent, halt social progress, promote big business, and crush the Congress will be destroyed. Your mission, E, should you choose to accept it, is to stop these men once and for all by ensuring that the weakest of them, Senator George McGovern, wins the nomination, and then sabotaging his campaign by any possible means. You will have at your disposal electronic bugging equipment, burglary tools, wigs, voice alteration devices, a camera disguised as a tobacco pouch, forged documents, a safe house... 500 loyal but clumsy Cubans, and $2 million in $100 bills. As always, if any member of your CIA force is caught or killed, the president will disavow any knowledge of your activities. This administration will self-destruct in 16 months. Good luck, Howie. But let's go down now to the podium for the official swearing-out ceremony conducted by the Right Reverend Billy Graham. God! Damn you, Richard Nixon! Richard Nixon, you son of a bitch! Get the hell out of here, you lied your ass off! Fuck off! Well, that's about it for America's Day of Shame. The president has been officially impeached, and the eternal microphone has been switched on as the CIA brass band plays wiretaps. But, Barbara, this is not only an historic moment, it's a personal one. What has impeachment meant to the little people, the, the ordinary simple people? You, for example, Barbara. Well, Wallace, I just don't think that the American people should in any way be ashamed of this tragic occurrence. Although a bunch of bleeding heart do-gooders have used constitutional force to do away with our beloved president, this country is still founded on the age-old traditional values of bribery, violence, and assassination. And just because there are a few good apples in the barrel doesn't mean that the vast majority are not rotten through and through. Okay, good thinking, Barbara. And now from Washington, D.C., this is Wallace Gladstone. And Barbara Murray. Thanking you for being with us and signing off. And now... Here's Jerry. Hey, well, well, hello. How are you doing, everybody? Uh, hey, uh, we got a great show for you tonight and for the next three years. Uh, hey, uh, you know, a funny thing happened to me in the way to the White House. I crossed the road to get to the other side. <laughs> okay. Oh, uh, listen, how, how do you, how do, how do you get a four to unscrew a light bulb? Well, first of all, you take red suspenders, you get a ladder, and, and take two people and turn the ladder. The Final Edition Radio Hour will be right back. Welcome back to the Final Edition Radio Hour. The final edition has obtained exclusive audio tape of President Donald Trump in various situations. Here he is receiving an intelligence briefing.
Hey, this is Eat Like No One's Watching, the YouTube channel where I eat whatever's around. Uh, today the only things in my kitchen are Captain Crunch cereal and mayonnaise, so I guess that's what I'm eating. So while I'm preparing that, here's my food news of the week. Uh, fans of the show know today marks the third year anniversary of when I ate three pounds of leftover french fries. Uh, it's also the five year anniversary of when I made a sandwich using only coffee cake and ham. Uh, this week I also bought a 15-pound bag of dog food. It, it's for my dog, but, well, you know how things work out sometimes. Stay tuned. All right. Well, I'm eating Captain Crunch and mayonnaise, and my review is two stars out of eight. Uh, and now a field report from Anne behind the scenes at the Waffle House where the overnight crew is working on something new. Hey, Toby. Well, today we're answering a frequent question from the viewers. What if you mixed a bunch of eggs and baked them in the meatloaf pan, then sliced up the egg loaf and poured marinara sauce on it? Okay, how's it going so far? Well, so far we got an egg loaf that burned on the outside and raw on the inside, so we're still working out the temperature. We've wasted, uh, I don't know, about uh, 50 eggs on this so far. Great. Uh, we got a report from John. Uh, who's got nothing but hardtack and Kool-Aid and is still too lazy to shop. John, what's the plan for the evening? Well, I usually soak the hardtack in the Kool-Aid, uh, you know, like the Pioneers did. But uh, tonight I'm thinking I'll put the hardtack and Kool-Aid in my mouth together and just let it soak. What if you have to talk to someone? Nobody's coming here. Yeah. All right, now over to my mom in New Mexico. What do you got there, Mom? I have an entire frozen cheesecake. I'm not even going to let it thaw. And I got some applesauce, so that's what's going on top. Thanks, Mom. Uh, don't share it with the dog, all right? Don't you dare judge me. And that's today's episode of Eat Like No One's Watching. Uh, any final words, John? <laughs> Thanks, John. Uh, tomorrow, well, I got a box of cornstarch, so I guess that's what I'm eating. So long, everybody. The Final Edition Radio Hour has obtained exclusive audio tape of this guy. These are my favorite numbers. One. Two. The number three. The number four. Five. Six. No, six, seven, the numbers eight through nine, ten, the number eleven, the, the number twins, twelve and thirteen. I can't say this one. Then fifteen, then the numbers... 16, 17, 18, 19, 19, and the 20, and 21, and those, those are the first 20, one numbers that I, I like. And then there's... T 22 is the next one. And then the one after that, it's... 23. And I... Like... A lot. 24. A lot. Really nice. And... A little less. But also nice. I like is... 25 and then another number wait yes it's 26 and not yet and then 26 that's the that's all that's all more they want more um 27 is my is the next one that I love a lot. <laughs> and then 28. <laughs> and then 29. <laughs> and 
And I got light. <laughs> Tony. <laughs> you, you don't have to keep going if you don't want. Oh, can, can you do a little bit more for us? I, I couldn't do to 100. See if, see if you can get to 33. 33? Then we'll give you a break, okay? Okay. We, you, you have, we have a blanket for you. Okay. I can't do all of them, but I can do some. 30. One is next one. Thirty-two. I like it. it and I can't. I can't. Help! Help! I like this one a lot. Help me! Help! I can't. Got. I gotta go. Sorry. Help me. I gotta go. <laughs> that was this guy, an exclusive audio tape. Acquired by the final edition. The final edition has obtained exclusive audio tape of President Donald Trump in various situations. Here he is in bed with his wife, Melania. Oh, baby, you ready for this? The final edition has obtained exclusive audio tape of President Donald Trump. 30 seconds later. <laughs> Daddy. <laughs> Daddy. <laughs> oh, baby, are you ready? amid the noise and waste and remember what comfort there may be in owning a piece thereof. Avoid quiet and passive persons unless you are in need of sleep. Rotate your tires. Speak glowingly of those greater than yourself and heed well their advice even though they be turkeys. Know what to kiss and when Consider that two wrongs never make a right, but the three do. Wherever possible, put people on hold. Be comforted that in the face of all aridity and disillusionment, and despite the changing fortunes of time, there is always a big future in computer maintenance. Remember the Pueblo. Strive at all times to bend, fold, spindle, and mutilate. Know yourself. If you need help, call the FBI. Exercise caution in your daily affairs, especially with those persons closest to you. That lemon on your left, for instance. Be assured that a walk through the ocean of most souls would scarcely get your feet wet. Fall not in love, therefore, it will stick to your face. Gracefully surrender the things of youth, birds, clean air, tuna, Taiwan, and let not the sands of time get in your lunch. Hire people with hooks. For a good time, call 606-4311. Ask for Ken. Take heart amid the deepening gloom that your dog is finally getting enough cheese. And reflect that whatever misfortune may be your lot, it could only be worse in Milwaukee. You are a fluke of the universe. You have no right to be here. And whether you can hear it or not, the universe is laughing behind your back. Therefore, Make peace with your God, whatever you conceive him to be, hairy thunderer or cosmic muffin. With all its hopes, dreams, promises, and urban renewal, 
the world continues to deteriorate. Give up. You are a That's our show. Thanks for listening to the Final Edition Radio Hour. The voices of the Final Edition Radio Hour are performed by Bruce Cherry, Jen Dodd, Jim Earl, Rob Gordon, Tony Hendra, Keith Saltahanes, Gil Barron, Ben Kirchner, John Gutierrez, Megan Gallagher, Samantha Gerwitz, Sean Ari Lehair, Dan Frick, Jeff Chrysler, James Mount, Barry Lank, John Marshall, Ebby Parker, Jessica Park, Kurt Weitzman, Rachel Rauch, Andrew Danish, Antu Shell, Rob Miller, Kayla Merrill, and Leslie Shapira. The writers of the final edition, Jack Candy, Kit Lively, Bruce Cherry, Jen Dodd, Rob Gordon, Tony Hindra, Jeff Chrysler, John Marshall, Barry Lank, James Mount, Gil Barron, Ben Kirchner, John Gutierrez, Jessica Park, Kurt Weitzman, Leslie Shapira, Melinda Hughes, Jeremy Rayburn, Steve Rosenfield and Peter Kleinman. The final edition is produced and directed by Tony Hendra and Jeff Chrysler. West Coast production by Barry Lank. Audio edited and engineered by Greg Russ and Andrew Hammond. The final edition radio hour is the property of the final edition LLC copyright 2014. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.